Hi, my name is James Shepard, and in this video, I'm gonna be talking to you about cash discounting residuals, the most important variable. Cash discounting residuals, the most important variable. So um, there's one area where I think cash discounting has really kind of confused a lot of merchant services reps that are used to doing interchange plus pricing, and that is understanding the effect of the average ticket size on you know, cash discounting. So I think the first thing we have to do is we have to reclassify cash discounting for the purposes of this conversation as flat rate pricing, because that's really what it is. As far as, you know, you don't really care about the discount they're giving when you pay cash. What you care about is the service fee that's collected when they don't, all right? So really all you're doing is you're pricing merchants on flat rate pricing. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, right? It's just, it's flat rate pricing. And so flat rate pricing is very different from interchange plus pricing. It can be a lot more profitable, but it can also be less profitable and you have to understand how this works. So when you're doing interchange plus pricing, for instance, what you're doing is you're passing the cost of interchange and the bank fees and the dues and assessments and all that through to the merchant then you're adding on a you know 50 basis points of markup or whatever and so your profit is always the same whether it's a five dollar transaction or it's a thirty dollar transaction or it's a thousand dollar transaction it doesn't matter your profit as a percentage of volume is always the same but here's where you run into problems when you switch over to flat rate pricing there's an interesting thing that happens with flat rate pricing, there's a sweet spot. It's usually between 25 to maybe $70 uh, average ticket size. So if you have a merchant that has an average ticket size of you know, $27, $59, $43, in that kind of sweet spot range, then usually that's where your costs are gonna be lowest. The reason is really simple. The reason is because a lot of people are using check cards, signature debit, okay? And those signature debit cards have a regulated interchange cost. And that regulated interchange cost is all about the per item fee. It's 22 cents plus five basis points. So a 22 cent kind of fixed cost, you know, plus your processor fees and whatever else you're at, 30, 32 cents. So that 30 to 32 cents is really kind of meaningless on a transaction that's even $30. That's only like 1%. I mean, it's a very low interchange cost. So if you're pricing somebody at, you know, a, collecting a service fee of 3%, you probably have a good, you know, 180 basis points of markup or so. And so that's a pretty big deal, right? You're making a lot of money. But the thing you need to understand is that there are two edges. Whenever you have a problem, you always gotta think about the edges. The two edges are, what about the really low average ticket size merchant? Well, if somebody has an average ticket size of $10, well now all of a sudden that 32 cents becomes 3.2%, 3.2%. Now that's a really big problem because if your service fee is 3%, but the cost of servicing that transaction is 3.2%, your residuals are negative 20 basis points. You're losing money. So you have to understand that if you're doing flat rate pricing and you're getting below that $25 average ticket range, you have to understand that your profits get lower and lower and lower with the size of the transaction. A $5 transaction that has a 32 cent cost, that's 6.4% cost. 6.4% cost. So if you're collecting 4%, 3.99%, you're still way you know, underwater with that deal, right? So on the lower ones, you've gotta be thinking about, do I wanna use a per item fee, or do I wanna make sure I'm maxing out the percentage and getting it to 3.99%, getting it as high as I can, and thinking through which strategy you wanna use. Because 
you know, you may want, instead of doing a 3.99% kind of flat rate service fee pricing, you may instead want to do 59 cents a transaction or something like that when they're really low, but you've got to think through it. And you've got to look at these average ticket and really draw it out and see what it's going to be, okay? So that's first of all, but the other edge is actually the larger ones too. One thing that'll surprise you is if you have a merchant that does say an average of $150 transaction or so, many times a business like that, maybe it's a jewelry store or something along those lines, they're taking a ton of reward cards, corporate reward cards. Some of you are doing cash discounting on B2B uh, businesses and things like that, and you're not thinking about the implications. There are a lot of cards out there, these corporate reward cards, <clears throat> that have a 2.5% interchange cost. If you have a 2.5% interchange cost, what's gonna happen is you're gonna have a huge cost, and if you're only charging them you know, a 3% service fee or whatever, you're not gonna make any money. So you need to understand what's the average ticket size of the merchant, and also what is the mix of, of cards that they're taking, and make sure that you understand if you're doing really low ticket, you wanna make sure you're doing a per item. If you're doing really high ticket, you probably wanna get your percentage up a little bit, so it covers those corporate awards and other awards cards that are gonna have a higher cost. My name is James Shepard. Hopefully this video will help you to maximize your cash discounting residuals.